This episode of The Explainer is supported by daft.ie. Are you buying or selling a home? If it's for sale, it's on daft.ie, Ireland's number one property website. Welcome to the journal.ie's The Explainer, where every week we take a deep dive into a different news story. I'm Laura Byrne, and this week, how will Ireland's new IVF scheme work? Anyone who's been through IVF can testify to just how stressful it is emotionally, physically and financially. Campaigners have called on the government here to provide free IVF for many years now, and this year some free services were announced and they come into effect this month. Now, the Department of Health has developed a scheme that will fund one cycle of IVF for people who meet certain eligibility criteria. A budget of €10 million has been allocated for the rollout of the free infertility treatments. It will be the first time that Ireland has publicly funded assisted human reproduction or AHR treatments. Now, the scheme has been welcomed by many campaigners who feel it's a start and hopefully the beginning of a wider provision of IVF, but others believe it doesn't go far enough as it won't cater to the needs of all people in need of this medical treatment. Same-sex couples, for example, women over 41 and single women will not be able to avail of this service. And to look at all of this today, I'm joined by medical journalist June Shannon. June, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, June, firstly, can I ask just how big a deal is this new publicly funded IVF scheme in Ireland? Yeah, there's there's a lot in this, but it's a huge deal. So it's the first time ever that any type of public funding for fertility treatment is available in Ireland. So I'm sure, as you know, we're one of the last countries in the EU to have any public funding. And there have been people waiting for this for a long, long time. So it's a huge deal. To not get too technical, I guess, too quickly, but at a basic level then, what is involved with IVF and how does it work? So the, this scheme basically will cover kind of three types of fertility treatment, if, if you like. So IVF is one of them. And that is where the fertility treatment uh, takes place, where the female partner goes through hormone treatment to produce more eggs than normal. So they, they get medication and you produce a lot more eggs. Then you go in to the clinic, you're sedated, your eggs are collected, they get as many as they can, the eggs are taken uh, into the lab, the male's sperm is then mixed with the eggs outside the womb basically, and then the embryos are created. The embryos are left in the lab for a number of days to develop. So the lady goes in, or the woman goes in again, and she has a catheter inserted and the embryos are placed back in her womb. Now, all this time, she was also taking medication to build up the lining of her womb to receive the embryos. So what kind of prep then is involved with IVF? If you're looking to have a child and you've probably not had much luck doing it naturally, uh, there are many steps that you have to go through to get there. It's a huge number of steps and it's a complete roller coaster. I mean, I know it because I've been through it myself. So this is kind of like, our experience of it, everyone's experience is different, just to say that from the outset. So initially, what you would normally do is you'd be trying uh, to get pregnant for you know, those recommended periods. So you go to your GP and your GP can refer you to a fertility clinic. And then you go to the clinic and with us, they did a range of tests, so blood tests, scans, everything. They, you know, everything they had to look at me, they had to look at my husband and they could find no reason for us not getting pregnant. So that's called unexplained infertility. Normally, you know, it's kind of like a third of it problems could be male related, a third female related, and the other third could be kind of a mix of male and female 
um, issues and then you have unexplained infertility as well. So then you go down the route of, okay, you, you decide that you need help to get pregnant and then the doctors will recommend either IVF or, or other ways. So we were recommended IVF and we went along and we got our drugs. For the female, it's pretty heavy going. You know, you get a mad... I remember going to the pharmacy and picking up the drugs and the lady came out with like two massive bags of drugs. So you start, you kind of mimic your cycle. So, you know, when your period starts and then they, they, they try and mimic the natural cycle, but in the lab as such. So you start taking your, your drugs to increase your eggs. And then, as I said, when they're ready to be harvested and such, sorry, that's not a, not a technical term, but then you go in and you get them removed and then that's how the process starts. And that's overwhelming. Will you say a pharmacist comes out with boxes and then not only that, but what the hormones do to you on a daily basis is really grueling, isn't it? It can be grueling and I don't want to put anyone off it because, I mean, yes, I don't think in fairness, the hormone stuff for me was fine. Maybe I was very lucky. I mean, the I think a lot of, people who do this IVF process they are so committed and so dedicated and they will do anything and you know they put up with it initially you take this certain drug to deaden down your system so it's up the nose you put a spray up your nose and it's to kind of quieten everything down before they start the cycle and that can dry out your hair your skin your eyes and everything that was my worst didn't like that one at all but yeah, and then going to the toilet and work to do your medications and, you know, so it wasn't the hormonal changes, you know, they were tough on the body, but the emotional side of it was more difficult, I found. But then everyone is different. Is different. It's tough. It's not as tough. I didn't find it that bad, but I was lucky, maybe. Then the cost involved for people doing IVF is just something else, isn't it? One cycle of IVF can cost about up to €5,000. And then, sadly, as we all know, it doesn't always work full time, first time. So you're talking multiples of €5,000. Um, so we spent up to twenty-five grand on our treatment. And, you know, we didn't, we're not wealthy. So, you know, we're both working full time and we're like everybody else. So we had to go to the credit union. We had to go to the bank. We had to go family and friends helped us. So we're putting ourselves in debt the whole time for this. And so the, because at the time there was no funding available, I, I wouldn't change anything, but we are still paying it off. And my daughter is eight, you know, so. And I've heard so many couples and single people who do IVF saying exactly that, that at a point where maybe you want to start a family and you'd like to be maybe trying to buy a house or save for the future, then you're, you're having to divert everything towards this. And it is, it is just a mammoth cost. It's huge and it's for it's heartbreaking because it's for anyone who, who wants to have a family in this country. Well, up until now, but even the funding isn't is it's quite limited. But up until now, it was, you know, you can either afford to have a family or not. And if you can afford it, great. If you can't, then I'm sorry. So when you talk about rounds or cycles of IVF, something like five-ish thousand per cycle, what does that mean? And how many rounds invariably are needed then, June? Yeah, so it depends on so many different factors as to how many rounds are needed. You could be so successful and lucky and have one round. So basically a round is our cycle. It kind of is from day one, from when you start taking your meds to when the embryo is transplanted it, back into the womb. So that's like, it's almost like mirrors again, your cycle. So it's like, it's almost a couple of weeks. And then you have this horrible thing that everyone would, who knows about IVF will know the two week wait where you have to wait for two weeks to take a pregnancy test to see 
if you're pregnant or not. So then you take your pregnancy test and if it's positive, great. If it's negative, it's devastating. But that's the end of that round then. So June, how will this new scheme work then and what's going to be on offer to patients? Okay, so this is the first publicly funded IVF or fertility treatment that we have in Ireland. Um, And it's quite restricted and quite limited. And there is information on the HC website for more people if, if people want to have a look. So basically, eligible couples must have, again, it's couples, unfortunately, it's just for couples at the moment. Eligible couples must have no living children from their existing relationship and they can have at least one and include at least one partner with no living child. So, for example, if this is your second relationship, it's only available for people who have never had any IVF or one. So it's available for those people who have previously undertaken a maximum of one cycle and where all the embryos created have been used. So sometimes what happens when you have a cycle and you have extra embryos, you can get them implanted again, but it's not a full cycle. It, it also means that the mother must be a maximum, they say an age of 40 plus 364 days when they're referred. So it's like 41, basically. And then there's lots of guidance around different things. But basically, you can have one round, one round of IVF if you're in the age limit and you have one, one of the couples has no living child, I suppose. And June, it's not just IVF. Is that right? There's also IUI and ICSI. What are those? Yeah, so you have IUI and you have um, ICSI. So IUI is when the sperm is put into uh, into, into the woman uh, woman's room, injected in, and they hope that pregnancy will take place naturally that way. And then ICSI is very like IVF, but they inject the sperm into the egg. So with normal IVF, the sperm is introduced to the egg and nature takes its course but with ICSI the sperm is giving, given a bit of an extra kick by being injected directly into the egg and IUI is where the sperm is introduced into the uterus. As I understand it anyone using donor egg is tends to be having treatment abroad would that be correct? Are they covered for this free round here? Uh, no any treatment abroad isn't covered you need to have treat, treated in Ireland and there is a list of the clinics that are currently offering uh, treatment under the scheme. So for the new scheme, and you mentioned age, that is a sticking point, isn't it? That you were saying the limit is 41. That's quite young for the age range of women in Ireland having children. It is. And I mean, you know, if if you're looking at, you know, from an emotional point of view, it it maybe it doesn't seem fair. But unfortunately, the reality of fertility treatment is that the younger you are, the more successful you are chances are so the younger the woman the more chance of success there's also the bmi you know that's that's caused some controversy so the, the woman's weight and, and restrictions unfortunately again if you're overweight if you're living with overweight or living with obesity you're going to have a more difficult time because of hormones so june how do you qualify then is this means tested or is everyone entitled to it once they fall in under the other categories it's not means tested, which is brilliant. So basically, I I would recommend anyone who's having difficulty or who'd like to take part in the scheme, go to their GP. So it's a GP referral scheme. So your GP will then refer you into the clinic for the clinics for treatment. Um, I mean, GPs are great. You know, they they do a range of, of, of consultations in this area. So go see your GP, have a chat. Um, discuss your problems or difficulties that you're having. And then if he or she thinks it's, you know, it should be good that they can refer you into the scheme. As you mentioned there, it is couples only. So same sex couples don't fall into this category or single women. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. Um, And it's heartbreaking for those people because they have been very 
strong advocates and so it doesn't cover donor egg it doesn't cover donor sperm so same-sex couples or single women have been left out of this completely so what kind of uptake do you expect to see then june i'd imagine this will be busy yeah it'll be interesting It'll be busy. I, I imagine now in the next couple of months, we'll start seeing, you know, referral numbers and I wonder what it will look like and how many people will go for it. I mean, you know, it's great that it's there and I would you know, encourage anyone who needs it to go for it. We'll wait and see now is it because the clinics were just announced last week. So it's still very early days. Finally, June, what difference would this scheme have made to you, do you think? If, if I was 38 now, I would have qualified for one round of of IVF because I didn't have any children at the time but you know it's just the one it's the one round of IVF that they're entitled to and sadly I mean with us when I started down the road and I started doing IVF initially I used my own eggs and, and I got pregnant first time round but I miscarried at nine weeks so that would have been me out of the scheme then you know I had my one round but it didn't work you know, so then I would have gone on to pay for it myself. So, you know, it needs, you normally need, you know, years of treatment or a couple of rounds of treatments because you, just because you have a pregnancy test that's positive doesn't mean you're going to have a baby in nine months' time. Sadly, you know, miscarriages happen, awful tragic things happen. Um, we I saw it myself, like, so we had the miscarriage and then we had more treatment, which resulted in uh, negative pregnancy tests. And then we had another cycle where we went in and the embryos were created and we were on our way into the clinic and we got a call to say that all the embryos had failed overnight. So there was nothing to transplant. So as you were saying earlier, Laura, you know, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster and it's not just, will I get pregnant? It's, will I respond to the drugs? Will I create eggs? How many eggs will I create? Will they have enough? Will they fertilize? Will the embryos develop? Will they go back okay? It's you know, it's huge, you know, it's all these things that you have to, so we failed at that step. So there's, you know, it's, it's, it can be hard. So, and then again, in our final success story, it was a donor egg. So donor eggs aren't included in the scheme. So we wouldn't have covered, been covered for it. I would imagine many people using IVF will just see this as a sort of a subsidizing of what they're deciding to do as it is. And exactly, exactly. Yeah. It could be the one cycle and I mean, brilliant if it works, but it will mean, you know, five grand less. So that that's good, you know. So it does seem that the hope here really is that this will broaden as a scheme as time goes on. So it's one really for us to keep an eye on. June, thank you so much for joining us today to have a look at all of this. Thanks a million, Laura. Thank you. This episode of The Explainer was supported by daft.ie. With the largest number of properties for sale in Ireland and being the number one preferred site among buyers and sellers, daft.ie is the best place to buy or sell your home. Thanks again to June Shannon for joining us today. You've been listening to the Explainer podcast by thejournal.ie. This episode was brought to you by senior producer Nikki Ryan and executive producer Sinead O'Carroll. If you'd like to support all the work we do here, head to thejournal.ie forward slash contribute to make a one-off donation or become a monthly subscriber. And of course, you can always leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.